Are you a young one? Are you a Zoomer? You know, between the ages of, uh, I don't know what it is, like 14 and uh, 29, something like that. You know, do, have, have your parents talked to you about Pink Floyd? All right. And, and if they haven't, if you've overwritten it as like um, boomer music that no, no, that no one cares about, allow me to come and change your mind. All right. Today's episode of Cam talks about stuff. Pink Floyd's The Wall. My experience with Pink Floyd's art album, The Wall, has been complicated, but in short, I find a lot of enjoyment and catharsis in The Wall. I didn't like it from the start, however. Despite Pink Floyd being one of the most popular and successful bands in the entire world and being responsible for 1970s rock, um, the, the rock genre's evolution, in my opinion, I feel like a large amount of the work is somewhat inaccessible or maybe even dis- difficult to grasp in a musical sense. Um, and I feel like if you didn't grow up listening to Pink Floyd or you weren't exposed to psychedelic rock when you were younger or from your parents, uh, if you're if you're Gen Z, it's, it's a bit difficult to make sense or, or see why people herald them as like the greatest of all time. My first attempts to get into Pink Floyd's discography, I felt like something was missing. I couldn't make sense why so many other old, uh, I couldn't make sense why so many older people uh, just revered them to the degree the degree that they did. Why I would hear people claiming it was the best music ever made. And even from a lyrical perspective, I found a lot of the social and political commentary just to be like surface level. And perhaps uh, I I kind of felt like it was lazy at the time. It's just very like observational. We live in a society. I mean, cue the 20 minute, you know, guitar solo, that whole meme. And while this is how it was for me, I didn't really hate Pink Floyd or anything. I just didn't understand them. And I guess I chalked it up to being nostalgia blind. Uh, or maybe Uncle Jill, you know, only thought they were good because that's when him and his buddies would go light up a joint and listen to Dark Side of the Moon the jacuzzi. Ah, yes, yeah. Oh, great gig in the sky. Ha. So the thing that finally pulled me over and maybe like, you know, oh, my God, I get it. In December of 1979, a hair short from the turn of the decade, Pink Floyd released their 11th studio album, The Wall, an intense and troubled rock opera concept album following the story of the jaded and estranged rock star Pink and his disenfranchisement with his career and everyone around him, his rapidly deteriorating mental condition, and his inevitable self-destruction climaxing into the protagonist becoming this twisted, bigoted, and disturbing shell husk of a person that once was. For me, this was a pretty stark contrast to my past experiences uh, with, with the previous Floyd music I had listened to. Instead of broad sweeping laments about 1970 Great Britain's uh, social shortcomings or stigmas or awkwardly literal observations about capitalistic society kind of devolving into this hell for the working class and just people becoming indebted and tethered to the system, the wall takes this new direction with an almost entirely personal perspective. Um, All of what I just mentioned is 100% included in the wall, but it's presented through the eyes and voice of Pink, which I find I find it to resonate a lot more within me. And this is what made me take a step back and realize how impressive um, this all was in the context of its time in the release as well. There isn't a screaming of an agenda that is hit on your head with the nuance of a hammer or a fire hose. You're watching things unfold through Pink, seeing his disturbing self-implosion, owed as much as it is to the unfortunate occurrences in his life, like feeling abandoned um, from his father who left in the war, or and being or being forced into conformity from the system, it, he's a, as much as a product of all of that as he is um, just being a horrible, broken person. The process for the wall to click for me 
it, it was long, but I feel like it was rewarding, and I'm glad that I stuck with it enough times um, to like it and have it be as personal as it is to me now. I don't feel like this album has shed an ounce of the modern-day weight that it holds. The pain and estrangement Pink tries to shield himself by constructing a wall to isolate from an indifferent and lonely world bent on exploiting the unfortunate and forcing conformity while the uh, while those who can't conform slip through and are cast out by the system. Um, if anything, that is a more relevant discussion to be had today. Musically, this album took a while to grow on me as well, so similarly with the narrative, but just like the narrative, it eventually did. I eventually understood it and not just understood it but i really really liked it the highs of this album i think is when both come together for moments of anguish and despair and climatic highs when the narrative and the musical you know elements they're all coming together at the same point and it just creates these amazing moments pink's journey is accompanied by this another brick in the wall uh, leitmotif i think it's a leitmotif and it starts very subtly um, in the first track but it gradually grows to become more identifiable. And by the time it reaches another brick in the wall, part two, um, listeners will be able to recognize it. And that's you know, that's what everyone knows from this album. That whole thing, right? I really, really appreciate how this leitmotif continues to evolve with Pink. And as things take the inevitable turn into the deep end, this leitmotif too turns into this haunting, leering anthem. Um, as, as heard in one of my favorite songs, Hey You, um, a song that, in my opinion, is the last time we really see this character of Pink have any shred of hope or humanity left before he is completely taken by his newly completed wall. There's, there's this hesitance within him. Um, the lyrics go, Hey you, your ear against the wall, waiting for someone to call out. Will you touch me? Hey you, will you help me to carry the stone, open your heart, I'm coming home. He hasn't given into this wall that he's constructed, despite him claiming that he has. Hey You is this tragic, final desperate attempt to reach out to anyone who could be listening to him, begging for help. And in response to these pleas, we are met with the brick wall motif in this drop of the curtains sort of a moment to reveal that Pink's fate is sealed um, and change is futile, except this time, the leitmotif that we've known and we've been listening to this whole album, it's this twisted, leering, almost mocking sort of anthem. It's amazing, it's chilling, and it's honestly one of my favorite moments in the whole album, if not music in general, because it is the example of what I feel makes The Wall special. This moment is a perfect harmony of narrative and the music, and um, an example of when they meet together for this grand curtain drop moment. Revealing that Pink has passed the final point of no return. It's so special. It's so iconic. It's amazing. I feel like there's this untapped audience that would find a lot to like about this album and Pink Floyd today. Their exploration of these themes like mental illness, feeling trapped and estranged from the life you live, and the suffocating nature of a system that doesn't cater to those who can't conform to the capitalist ideal, it really isn't far from what is happening and what is being discussed today. These themes are not new to us, but when isolation is expressed physically in the form of music with the guitar skills of David Gilmour, it's hard to not be pleasantly overwhelmed by one of the most profound pieces of music in rock history. The pain of abandonment, alienation from your peers, constant self-sabotage, detachment from the world around you, the manic behavior, the rage just building and building in this album um, until it erupts in the song, One of My Turns. And I think that's it's natural to think like this is where the climax and the best part of the album would occur, right? Everything's been building and leading here. This is the best part right here. Um, 
instead of the climax being focused on this moment of rage or ultimate despair that you feel like things have been leading up to, it's focused on what comes four songs after Hey You. Comfortably Numb needs no introduction. Comfortably Numb needs no introduction. I'm probably doing it a disservice to talk about it like I know anything. I'll say that my outlook changed on this song when viewed within the context of the whole album. Pink, or what once was Pink, he, he, it's gone. It's all gone. All that rage, all the jealousy, all the heartache, all the, alien, all the alienation, it's all sucked away and drowned out for this moment of ultimate detachment. And it's this just incredible emotional lament that is not fueled by Pink's own emotions, but by the fact that he, after, but by the fact that after all of this, he feels nothing. He's a puppet, only propelled forward by whatever drugs are working through his system at the time. And as, and as he recedes into nothing, one of the best guitar solos of all time begins to play. If you are young and you have written Pink Floyd's music off, as a overrated boomer music. Listen, I get it. That was me. I did the exact same thing. Um, but I would encourage you maybe to give it another shot. This type of music, this type of artistry and composition, it is a testament to the magic of music. And I don't feel like I'm being over the top by calling The Wall one of the coolest pieces of art we as humans have created. I love this album. And I feel like it deserves to be recognized by the younger generation, not out of obligation of what significance it may have held at the time of its release, but out of appreciation of the relevance and artistry it achieves today. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Cam Talks About Stuff. Today was about the wall. I had a lot to say, um, and a lot of it, you know, may have been all over the place. But I think the thing that matters is I'm very passionate about the wall, and I think it has a lot to say. And you know, as I reiterated, I think. A little too much in that episode uh, I think it does hold importance and relevance to the modern day uh, yeah thank you so much for listening I'll have another episode out probably next week about some sort of music that I'm interested in too. Uh, if you're interested in keeping up go check my socials linked in the thingy below or not because this is assignment um, yeah